What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to the Built on Bitcoin podcast, where we cover all the innovation happening across the Bitcoin ecosystem. I am your host, Jacob Brown, which will see me around as Jake Blockchain on the interwebs. And this is a This Week in Bitcoin episode. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to talk about all the interesting things that happened across DAX, Lightning, Bitcoin, RSK, Liquid, anything I saw. So without further ado, let's just jump right in to what I saw this week. So first of all, we're going to start it off with Lightning, which, uh, man, I, I was so ingrained in stacks that you don't see anything else especially like if it's a different chain solana couldn't care less but even like rsk liquid like they're just they're too foreign to me but lightning has been popping off so one of the big things that was announced or that i saw come up was mempool.space which you've definitely seen it's this pretty well-known block explorer for bitcoin they now have a dedicated lightning page so if you go to mempool.space slash lightning You'll see a page that shows you some basic stats about how much capacity is on the Lightning Network, how many nodes are currently active, some of the geographical distributions of those, uh, where they're hosted, a bunch of other stats. So pretty cool to see. Uh, on that note, it looks like uh, Lightning might have hit another all-time high in capacity. It's currently at 4,684 4, Bitcoin. Uh, which I'll let you do the math on that, given current prices. Although as I'm recording this video, it's tanking. I think it just dropped like almost 2K in an hour or so. Uh, so that's always fun. Crypto, never a dull day in crypto. But uh, yeah, I think breaking that 5,000 BTC mark will be pretty cool. Um, but as I bring it closer and closer, watching the Bitcoin lightning space, uh, it's probably the highest innovation space as i've been saying week by week in bitcoin so something to watch and uh another cool thing i found in lightning is there's a browser extension called alby a-l-b-y and it allows you to have a lightning wallet in your browser and you can go to different websites across the interwebs and just send sat super easily so they have a new browser extension kind of app if you will that is a wordpress plugin so WordPress is one of the biggest kind of back ends for websites. I think something like a quarter or a third of all blogs on the internet are WordPress sites, whether they're hosted at wordpress.com or open source hosted on your own domain. So super, super big deal uh, to have a WordPress plugin that integrates Lightning allows a ton of potential websites to easily plug into the Lightning network. And so now with this WordPress plugin, you can easily make it so that you can be tipped in Lightning, uh, what people call value for value. Now, I write a blog post, you send me 12 cents, but you can also paywall uh, content. So if you write an amazing blog post, maybe the first two thirds are available for free. And then the bottom half or whatever it is, the juicier parts, uh, you can paywall behind a super small lightning payment that is, you know, a thousand sats, which might be like 50 cents or whatever. So kind of how would you go to Business Insider or something and then want you to subscribe? This is like that, but you instead of having to give away your credit card and pay a monthly subscription and 
hopefully remember to end your trial. Uh, this way you can just unlock the content that you want and lightning is super fast. All B is in your browser and it can cost you next to nothing. So I, uh, I cannot say how bullish I am, especially today as people have been kind of dunking on lightning. I think they have lost their fucking minds. Like lightning is going to be the way that people get on board in the crypto in a practical way. Um, I think it's going to be in all these kind of apps that you use on your phone, but mainly super frictionless browser extensions that cost you next to nothing with almost no fees and they settle instantly. So I don't want to wait. I don't want to go find my credit card. I just want to uh, click a button, have it take its 10 cents and get back to reading my article that I was enjoying. So, all right, moving on to RSK. They had a big network upgrade codenamed Hop4. And uh, it came with some some big up upgrades to the network, mainly in the way that you peg out. So that is you're taking RBTC from the RSK blockchain and bringing it back to Bitcoin main chain. Uh, that's called pegging out. And uh, before each peg out was one transaction. So you, if a bunch of people were trying to get their Bitcoin back over, uh, it could be a really cumbersome and slow process that can clog the network as user adoption grows. So with one of these updates, they can now batch these processes. So they can batch a bunch of peg outs into one transaction. Obviously that's uh, huge for scalability. So that was the big one that I saw. There's some other kind of nuanced topics in the update that I won't claim to know what they're talking about. But the other one I was interested in is watching the hash rate monitor. So if you go to the RSK website, there's like a stats drop down and you can see how many miners uh, are currently on the network. And mainly the big one you want to watch out for that's most curious is the current hash rate of RSK, which is because it's merge mined, uh, Bitcoin miners secure the RSK network as well. And so the idea is that you already have this hardware, this ASIC that's mining Bitcoin, uh, and you can use that same hash power to secure the RSK chain and you get additional fees. So it doesn't really cost you anything extra and you get potentially more transaction fees to build out this L2 solution that is RSK. And so uh, I've been kind of curious about watching this. I remember seeing a Dan Held video like eight months ago where he said RSK is at like 30 something percent hash rate. And uh, Muneeb had talked about way back in the day in the Namecoin days that at certain times, merge mining, one person might have like half the hash rate. So that was one of his concerns with merge mining. But even with this update, uh, RSK is sitting just over 50% of all Bitcoin hash rate um, is also assisting secure the RSK blockchain. So that's pretty, uh, pretty tight. So that's the main ones I saw on RSK. There was a small update for Sovereign, uh, just doing some tweaking to some of their pools, but nothing major. And uh, all right, so let's jump in. We got two left, Stacks and Liquid. And before we jump into Stacks, let's have a quick word from my sponsor. We all know Bitcoin is for the innovators, the revolutionaries, and the builders looking to build a better world for themselves and for the next generation. We also know the saying, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The next best time is right now. The same thing applies to building on Bitcoin. 
If you want to come build with the most active developer community, building new use cases for Bitcoin, then it's time you make the leap to learning Clarity. Clarity is the Stack's smart contract programming layer, which enables us to work on DeFi, smart contracts, and so much more, all built with the safety and security that comes with Bitcoin. Start today by going to start.stacks.org. Start.stacks.org has a five-step journey that will take you from complete Stacks novice to teaching you clarity, all the way to finding a job with a Web3 Stacks startup. Don't wait another month, year, or decade waiting to get involved in the Bitcoin ecosystem. Start building on Bitcoin today. Go to start.stacks.org to start learning and building today. Thank you to the Stacks Foundation as always. Without further ado, let's see what happened in Stacks. So first off, a thing I saw is Alex, which if you don't know what that is, as a DeFi platform, probably the biggest on Stacks. Uh, they released their newsletter number five, and there's a couple big announcements in the newsletter. First, they currently have an order book on Testnet, a decentralized order book that's going to bring a bunch of uh, order tools, trading tools, analytics that kind of you would expect from something like FTX or Binance, uh, but bringing that to Stacks in a decentralized way. Um, so there's a update being pushed in about a week or so. Uh, it's going to bring a bunch of those features. And then second is this other announcement where they're building a token bridge. More specifically, they're building right now a wrapping asset bridge. So they are going to connect to Ethereum and you can bridge over your ETH USDC into this bridge that will then be wrapped by TokenSoft, which is the uh, custodian for XUSD and XBTC on the Stacks uh, blockchain. And then they will end up with fresh XUSD in your Hero wallet. So bringing a ton more liquidity in an easy uh, automated-ish way from Ethereum stablecoin to Stacks. And uh, I like this. They said in the newsletter, it's starting with ETH, but they have plans to go to all the chains that host USDC. So uh, Polygon, AVAX, Binance, um, et cetera. And that's cool. Like I'm, I like the idea of stable coins. I think that liquidity in the Stacks is huge. But really, the idea of cross-chain assets that also settle down to Bitcoin or some very stable L2 um, that it's kind of like Bitcoin is the base, Stacks is this programming layer that they've been talking about for a while. And now we're starting to see that through that programmability, you can start to suck in other liquidity or other optionality from other chains. Uh, this is the first big instantiation of that. So I think that as this grows and if you made it more decentralized over time, this could be a big unlock. So something to watch um, from the Alex team. Next up, we have an update from Xverse. If you don't know what Xverse is, this is a mobile wallet optimized for Bitcoin, uh, but it supports Stacks, it supports Bitcoin, and I think I heard something about Lightning coming soon, but they just pushed a new update where you can see your stacked Stacks in a more clean fashion. So you can see your progress, so for those that are uninitiated, don't know stacks, uh, they you stack your stacks to earn a Bitcoin yield, and every cycle is two weeks. So in Xverse, you can stack your stacks for up to six weeks or six cycles, 
And uh, now you can see your progress and you can see your estimated Bitcoin return in the app before you get it. And it'll give you your, your typical countdown to the end of the cycle, uh, time to next payday, but it all looks better now. So Xverse has been crushing it this year, just delivering at a super fast clip. Uh, okay, next up, and this kind of goes back to that cross chain we were talking about with Alex Byzantian, which was or is one of the biggest NFT marketplaces on Stacks, uh, they have gone cross-chain. So a couple of weeks ago, they announced a name change, um, or they announced that they were integrating with Near Protocol, um, which I don't know much about. But a few days ago, they announced a name change from Byzantium to Tradeport.xyz. So they are trying to build the best marketplace for NFTs, for traders, and they're going across chain. So now it supports Stacks and Near Protocol. And I mean, if they don't go to much bigger ones than that, I would be completely shocked, but it makes sense to start out in iterative fashions before you go maybe actually attack ETH once you build up this super good base infrastructure, which speaking of that, if you go try it out at tradeport.xyz, uh, it's really cool to see you can see the icons for near and stacks at the top and you can just click them on and off and the collections on the main page for uh daily trading volume will swap so you can see both and you can compare them side by side so if stacks you know mega pont is number one at the time and then some near collection is number two uh you can see them in that day like which collection is killing it all things being relative which to be fair uh just from when i was looking at it near is crushing it like compared to stacks near has some serious volume going on uh so that's cool to see and uh yeah i think that this is this is one of those things of uh as you blend and make things disappear it just becomes about how easy it is to use and the utility of it and so these cross-train assets making them talk easier and see data across these different assets um it's just the beginning. So very interested in seeing what comes of Tradeport. Uh, I think OpenSea and Magic Eden might be in trouble. All right, last up for the things I saw in Stacks. This is a shameless plug, but I had a great conversation with Ragnar Lifthrosser. And Ragnar is a freedom tech entrepreneur. He founded Guns and Bitcoin, and he's building something called Trajan which is a reputation and identity management system. Uh, I won't go too deep into that because you got to listen to the episode. But it was great. We talked about guns, we talked about privacy, we talked about Bitcoin maximalism, and a bunch of other topics. So thank you again to Ragnar for coming on. And you can check that one out in the description below. All right, last but not least, my favorite topic always, it's liquid. And... Uh, we always thought, at least for myself and most Bitcoiners, that not shit happens over at Blockstream, but that's not true. Um, they're doing a lot of core dev work for sure, but there's also some there's some apps in the fringes. They're building stuff, and there's a new one that just announced called XDEX, which is a new exchange coming to Liquid that will allow you to trade different blockchain assets on the Liquid network uh, in an easy way. And... One of the interesting things about the way this one works is, so it, XDEX is the exchange, 
but the underlying protocol is called TDEX. It's called TDEX protocol. And it actually has everything built into the liquid wallet. So imagine the hero wallet on stacks had uh, native Alex swapping features. So you could just go and swap out. It it has the uh, market making features or, or LP pools kind of like baked in. And then you can just do it in your wallet and you hold all of your keys. There's no custody in the middle. And that's what TDX has been aiming to do. And it, the core infrastructure, I guess, is there. And XDEX is giving some more exchange features and front end to some of that. And it's all done in your wallet with your keys. So, I mean, I don't know who's going to use this. I mean, there's like five people, as far as I know, on Liquid. But uh, the fact that it's in your wallet and they focus on the self-custody part, I mean, props to them. So that's cool. And that's it. That's all I saw this week on cool shit around Bitcoin. So let me know what you thought in the comments below. What area of Bitcoin right now is the most interesting? Anything I missed that I should include next week or just be on the lookout for, please let me know because it's hard to keep up with all this stuff. And uh, yeah, last but not least, if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, you would have missed a nice little nugget I put in there between... Eden Iago at Sovereign talking with Dustin Hoffman at uh, Bankless. So pretty cool interaction. Just popped up my Twitter feed and it's a little nugget I left at the bottom of the newsletter for those that are subscribed. So that's it. That's it for this week. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Love y'all. Peace. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin. I know that things don't always go your way But I'll be right here waiting I've been waiting now I've been trying to figure out a way to make it out Make it out cause I don't think about Everything going wrong